0: Flying to korea. Tips and tricks. First, I hate flying. Second, no, I'm not afraid of flying. So if you're flying from Sweden you have a roughly 16-7 to hour flight including one layover. I've flown with Qatar Air which has a layover in Doha and Finnair, which has a layover in Helsinki. Both are good but for entirely different reasons which I can dwell deeper into in another post if anyone is interested. The thing I hate about flying is that sitting for that many hours makes every part of my body hurt and for some reason my legs and feet swell when I'm in an airplane. For your information, that is the most painful part. Also I'm 175 cm and the majority of my height is in my thighs. It's weird, I know. Anyways, my knees are also in constant pain. I like to consider myself quite well-traveled, which is luckily has made me come up with some tips and tricks to avoid wanting to die during travel. Before the flight. So you're all excited, ready to go to Korea and do whatever you want to do. Great, now go visit your grandparents and steal a pair of compression socks. No, but seriously, buy a pair of compression socks. It helps with keeping your blood circulating while flying and it prevents your legs from falling asleep and or get swollen. You don't need to buy an expensive pair. Usually they're around 150 to 200 kronor and they come in a bunch of different colors so no one will know the difference. I put them on straight away when I'm getting dressed before going to the airport. Airport fashion tips. I'm gonna be honest and blunt with you, if you look up airport fashion tips before a 17 hour flight, you're an idiot. I can accept if you want to arrive stylish at the airport but then change to comfort your clothes at the airport. But that means you have to change in an airport toilet, ill, or an airplane toilet, even more ew. Just wear something comfortable, which is up to you I suppose. However, one thing you need to bring is a pair of slippers. If you are the kind of person that walks barefoot or with your socks on an airplane, you are disgusting. That carpet is not cleaned between flights and god knows what kind of fluids and other pleasant things have been dropped on that poor carpet. What you need to bring is a pair of these bad boys. In the blog post there's a picture of some Adidas rubber slippers. These bad boys are sleek, beautiful and fashionable. All jokes aside, they're super comfy and because they're 100% rubber you can easily disinfect them with a pair of wipes before putting them back into your bag. Usually I wear normal sneakers in the airport, but right before boarding I put these on. It lets your feet breathe and is slightly more hygienic, just slightly. Another important tip is to wear your bulkiest clothes on the plane. So for example, I'm gonna wear my winter coat. Yes, I'm gonna be close to death from overheating, but I'm not gonna waste my precious luggage space on a jacket. Buy all of the snacks. But buy them at your nearest dollar store. They're gonna feed you on the airplane, but it's a long flight and you're gonna get hungry, mostly because you're bored out of your mind. Don't be an idiot and buy snacks at the airport, or even worse, on the plane. Bring them in your carry-on. Anything that is in it's original packaging and not a fluid is fine. Pro tip, bring a cloth bag and when you're at your gate take the cloth bag out of your carry-on and put all your snacks and other things you want to use on the plane into the bag. This means you won't have to try to take things out of your bag when it's in the overhead compartment during the flight. You can thank me later. What should you bring in your carry-on? Usually you'll be allowed to bring around 10 to 15 kilos of stuff in your cabin bag as well as a handbag. A lot of people use mindlessly packed pack their stuff that didn't fit into the check-in luggage into their cabin bag. But that is a very stupid thing to do. No judgment though, I did it too until I saw the light. First of all, never put anything expensive in your check-in luggage. That is how luggage gets lost most of the times. Put any expensive jewelry, bags and other items in your carry-on. For example, I put my PlayStation 4 in my carry-on. But more on that in another post. What you want to put in there is a cloth bag. As I mentioned above, put all the items you want to use during the flight into that bag once you pass security. So what are these items? Disinfectant wipes and hand sanitizer. You can get this pretty much everywhere and you need them. I witnessed people put their feet up on the tray in front of them and they were barefoot. I'm just sad thinking about it. So yeah, you want to disinfect your tray because the cabin crew does not have time to do that between flights. Also before eating anything use your hand sanitizer because you've touched god knows what during your time at the airport and in the plane. Pain management. I have a chronic illness that results in me being pain every single day. Which is fine, I can manage without any medication in my day-to-day life. But as I said, flying wrecks havoc on my body. Even if you don't suffer from chronic pain, these tips are still useful. Take a contact lens case and fill it with paracetamol and ibuprofen. Usually you can fit about two in each of the case. One misconception is that these two painkillers are the same, but they are not. Paracetamol reduces pain and ibuprofen reduces inflammation and pain. Another widely debated pain medicine is Voltaren. Ointment with diclofenac as its active ingredient. Some say that it doesn't work, but that is absolute bullshit. It's a lifesaver for people with chronic pain and it can be a lifesaver for you too. It's perfect for those who get pain in their neck and shoulders while flying. Nasal spray. This is quite a new thing for me, but now it's a must. I usually never use nasal spray, but I realized that if you use it before takeoff, it reduces the pain you feel in your ears when flying. It also shook gum during takeoff, which also helps. However, make sure that the nasal spray you buy is a spray that reduces swelling in your sinuses. One set of clothes so god forbid your luggage gets lost. That's why it's good to have a set of clothes and preferably two sets of underwear. Also, put your cash in that bag as well, so you can buy any other must-have items as soon as you land, in case your luggage gets lost. Scarf. On the topic of clothes, bring a scarf or an extra blanket. Yes, usually airplanes provide you with a blanket and sometimes you can ask for an extra one. But if you bring a scarf, you can use it both for warmth but also to add support if you're uncomfortable. Maybe the seat belt is poking you or the seat is making your back hurt. You can then use the scarf to add support by folding it into a pillow or rolling it into a tube shape. On the plane. Seat placement. A lot of people try to book the coveted window seat but I highly recommend against it for one simple reason. You will most probably have to go to the toilet sometime during the trip. Let's say you manage to fall asleep and you wake up and now you need to go. Do you want to wake up the people next to you and then climb over them? No, you don't. I picked the aisle seat because I'd rather be the one moving than having to be the annoying passenger waking others up. I know that it can be a hassle with carts pushing through, but usually that's only for the first hour or two of the flight. Once the lights are off you're gonna be undisturbed. That is until passengers next to you need to go to the bathroom. Sneaky hack for more leg space. As I've mentioned my legs are long and usually it's a struggle. However, if that's the case for you, you should try to pick the seat right in the front. The reason is that usually there is a distance between the seat and the wall in front of you, giving you slightly more leg space. However, do not put your feet against the wall. Not only is it disgusting, but the wall can break. That's why they're usually a sign that informs passengers that it's forbidden. And in the world of travel, if you break it, you fix it. And the sum for that repair is a bit steep for us commoners. To upgrade or to not upgrade. Some of you might be all fancy and travel in the upper classes, and that is a good idea sometimes, even if you're like me, a.k.a. a student. If you have a lot of luggage, it can sometimes be cheaper to book a business class slash first class ticket instead of paying an extra fee for more luggage. Usually the business slash first class tickets include two bags and let you have more weight in them. Another hot tip is that if you travel via thin air, they have an economy comfort ticket, and if you can, you should buy it. It is still relatively cheap, but it offers you more leg space. My favorite airplane company is Qatar Air. The food was so good and the staff was so nice and polite. It was a different experience flying with them than any other company. To be honest, I once flew from Thailand to Sweden in Norwegians first class, and Qatar Air's economy is equivalent to them. Just saying. Most companies have some extra offers, so instead of using a search engine like Momondo, sometimes it's better to check out the actual company's website. What I do is that I use a search engine to see what companies fly between Sweden and to whatever destination and then I check their websites to see if they have any offers or add-ons. This is a well-known tip but remember to clear out your cookies and check prices in a private web browser so you can get the best prices available. I am not ballsy enough to do this but when checking in at the airport some people ask the attendant if there are any seats free in first class and if they can upgrade. Entertainment Sure, most flights have an offer of movies and series which is good most of the time, but I still recommend bringing other forms of entertainment so you can switch it up during the flight. If possible, always buy Wi-Fi, no matter what. Just do it. Make sure you buy it for the entire flight. You'll thank me later. Even if you have Wi-Fi access, make sure you download the episodes and movies you want to see. I'm into Naruto right now, so that's what I've been downloading. I also like to bring my 3DS, and because i shipped it I have access to about a hundred games. It's illegal to ship your 3DS, but you know, sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do. There are also a lot of video games that you can download to your phone that will give you a few hours of game time. Some of my favorites are Broken Sword 1 and 2, Ace Attorney 1, 2 and 3. These two games alone will probably keep you covered for more than one trip. Another welcome break can be to download a game like Sudoku. It's quite relaxing to play it and sometimes it helps me fall asleep. Talking about sleep though. How to fall asleep on the plane. This is a tricky one but here are some things that you can do. Buy an allergy medicine that has sleepiness or drowsiness as a side effect of the medicine and try it at home to see how you react to it. If you're lucky it's gonna make you sleepy and knock you out. Unfortunately it does not work for me. Another thing that I usually do is stay up for the entire night before the flight so that I'm exhausted. Be warned though, sometimes this does not work and my body refuses to go to sleep. It's a risky move. Arrival. Depending on what country you're traveling to, your arrival will be vastly different, so I'm not going to add it to this post. However, I will write a post on what to do when you arrive at Incheon in a later post. Hopefully you'll find these tips useful and that they will increase your level of enjoyment on your next flight when the pandemic is over. If you like this post, please consider supporting me on coffee. Thank you.